Yeah, y'all, once again, this is DJ Byrne bringing you to the Drummer's Beat, the official Church on the Drums podcast sponsored by Fly Paper Magazine and the WeAreMusic.tv app. On this week's episode, we're talking about Future, Drake, What a Time to Be Alive, the mixtape album. And we're also going to talk about the difference between a mixtape and an album in the digital age. Last week, we had a contest for a free $20 gift card. We announced the winner for that. And also, we have a special feature track by the Notorious D.O.T. called Illumination. That's hot. Check that out. Once again, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Church on the Drums. Follow us on Twitter, Church on the Drum. Follow me, official DJ Burn on Instagram, DJ underscore B-E-R-N on Twitter. Make sure you follow Malcolm, E-H underscore K-E-E-S. And if you missed out on the contest, it's probably because you weren't listening to the podcast closely or you don't follow us on Instagram. So I highly suggest you follow the Church on the Drums Instagram account. You never know when the next contest will be. So follow us and check this out. So in the past uh, five weeks, 24 pounds lost. Word. Congrats, Munchie. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to, before I go to D.C., uh, you know, DC's in two weeks, two weeks from Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to lose 40. So I got like four, uh, what is that? 16 pounds to lose in the next two weeks, two days, which is not too 16 ridiculous. 16 pounds? Yeah. That's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's just, uh, because the whole thing is I'm not going to cut my beard until I get under 250. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to cut it before I go to DC. Cause what? I know, uh, why do I want to do it? Yeah. Okay. I know when I go to DC, I'm, I'm not staying on my diet. Oh, okay. I'm going to work out, but I'm, I'm, I'm going there to eat, right, and to experience, but mainly to eat. I like when I go out of town to eat at places that I can't find at home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I say all that to say, what a time <laughs> to be alive. That really doesn't have anything to do with what you just said, but it's cool. We're gonna let it ride because you know that's the time that we in right now. I mean, it has everything to do with that. I mean, it's just. Okay, maybe it doesn't. <laughs> right, <But laughs> not at all. <laughs> I just feel like, you know, I got um, I'm sitting on the four point right now. <laughs> first week of school. <laughs> it's first four weeks. Come on, I realize. Oh, okay, all right. All right. Um, I apologize. And I got um, and, and that's in my photography class. I got a quiz and a hundred point quiz, twenty five question, and a, a project. My first photo project mm-hmm. under my belt. And then there's other projects in, in other classes. So, so it's not like I turn in one homework assignment. Like, oh, I got all A's. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm losing all this weight. Um, financially, things are coming around. So what a time. So things really are looking up for you. All right. I, yeah. I respect that. To be alive. True. True. <laughs> Anyways, let's get right into this episode. Um, DJ Byrne. Keezy Hendrix. <laughs> That's a new one. I didn't even make that one up. You did that one. Halloween gang. I don't know if uh Keezy Hendrix works for me. It doesn't. Yeah, because that's that's not my like all my names. People think I just like like coming out of nowhere with these names or whatever. Like like all these names they they reflect a different part of my personality of the persona that say Keys. So Keezy Hendrix, like he was like he did drugs. He was a rock star. He, you know, was like 
He was hella talented and creative, and he was hella talented. But like the type of talent that he had doesn't really like equate with the type of talent that I have. Like I'm not a performer. And no, Malcolm doesn't do drugs. Is what he's trying to say. No, no, it's not even that. Like I'm just so Malcolm saying, does drugs. Is what he's saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. Either. You know what? <laughs> what a time! It's something. Are you gonna say to that alive. episode? You gonna say still every time? I haven't said still in like two weeks. You said it last week at the end. Can you prove it? Yeah, by playing the podcast. <laughs> anyway, so uh, this week we're talking about what everybody's talking about. Um, yeah, fuck that. We talking about what we want to talk about because this is the type of shit that we want to talk about. We ain't doing shit because everybody else doing it just for the fucking record. Yeah. So what I want to talk about is the second Logic album that's coming because I feel like it's only be, fuck that shit. We talking about future. Oh, uh, so Drake. we can't talk about Logic now. <laughs> Now listen, I, I mean on some G shit though. Like we're talking about Future and Drake today, but we're talking about it because we want to talk about it, not because we have to talk about it. You see what I mean? Because like everything in this podcast, we do what we want to. You well, dig? Men do what they want, boys do what they can. I don't even know. So you're just gonna pull out every fucking, every fucking like colloquialism that what you a time can. All right. To be a seize the day, live for the moment. Um. Make the most out of every opportunity that you can. The future ain't what it used to be. Rest in peace, Yogi Bear. He died today, unfortunately. Did he really? Yeah. Damn. He was like, I, I don't want to like, like minim, uh, minimize it or whatever the word is, but he was ninety years old. This is true. So it's not like it wasn't sudden. And you know, he eighteen-time All Star, ten-time World Champion, and everybody has great things to say about him. So it's just his time came, and that's what it is. But so let's talk about future and Drake. Now we're we gonna introduce the podcast. You just say, you know, this is DJ Burnham and Keezy Hendrix. And if you shit. didn't know by now, yeah, if you didn't know by now, nigga, this is to the drummers beat the official church on the drums podcast, sponsored by Fly Paper Magazine and a We Are Music TV app. True, still. Now I've been saying true for true forever. I don't know why. Before two chains, huh? Nah, since I mean, fuck you, man. <laughs> Um. Oh, real quick. We have, uh, after the break, we are going to announce the winner of our first official contest for twenty dollars worth of smolle. You've been listening too much rest trimmer. Um. Yeah. So, thank you for all two people that entered the contest. But it's all good though. I I I don't care who enters the contest. Like. We got the we we put this together for our loyal listeners and the people that follow directions. So if you listen and you ain't follow directions, and I guess you ain't eating at that place. But you know what's crazy is that I talked to people specifically about the contest, and I told them I was like, "So did you listen to the episode?" And I was like, "Yeah." How do I win that contest? <laughs> and at first, I wanted to be like, "Go back and listen to it," because we explicitly said it or whatever, right? If you listen to it, then you listen to it. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. You listen to it. I saw you listen to it. I'm just tell you how to fucking win the contest. All you have to do is bloop, 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 bloop. I mean, you'll be entered into the contest. You can enter as many times as you want to. Was it Lindsay? No. Okay. It wasn't either of the two people that they actually entered. Because, so, because she said, um. Let me finish our story. Right. So, and then I, I went and I looked at the page last night because I knew that it was ending today. And. The people that I very specifically talked to about entered the contest just didn't enter the contest. And I don't know why, but it's all good. You know, uh, you know, whoever does win, you feel me? Get Chipotle on to the drummer's beat. So I'm just saying, um, uh, well, first of all, Lindsay's, uh, I said in the chat, I was like, 
man, it's a shame nobody like did anybody listen to the podcast because nobody's entered a contest yet. And she was at like, that oh. time we didn't have that many uh, downloads yet, right? But yeah, she said she listened. No, I, I said that because she said she listened to it. She's like, well, uh, I was doing homework, so I kind of missed it. But she went, she went back and re-listened to it and entered the contest. So that's what's up. But that's okay because you know around Christmas um, we got something big that I haven't told Malcolm about. Pause that. We're going to be giving away. Was that really a pause? Something Possibly. big? Possibly. Possibly. I'm just covering all bases. Yeah. Pause. Um, central pause. But so, and then that, that's going to be a longer contest because it's going to be something that's uh, very um, valuable. And I want to make sure everybody has a fair shot. But anyway, so we're going to be announcing that uh, after the music break this week. But let's talk about Future and Drake. And um, Future Drake came out with an album? Yeah, it's crazy how like I just saw it on Apple Music one day. I didn't even know. It's crazy how that happens, man. Now, honestly, I was talking to a homegirl of mine on Twitter, and uh, she was saying that she's getting tired of these surprise releases and everything. And I was like, for what? <laughs> like, look, if they said that the album was coming out on uh, September twentieth, uh-huh. if they said the album was coming out September twentieth, and they announced it in July. Like they said that the album's coming out September 20th and they announced it September 17th. If the album comes out on September 20th, why does it matter when it was announced? Like, all I care is about getting the music anyways. As soon as the album gets announced, then all people do is look for the leak anyway. So, like, why not just have, like, that surprise release and have it, like, immediately available? Like, right. You know so, what I'm saying? People just... This is a deeper topic that I don't want to talk about, but people don't like change. You know how people complain about Snapchat updates? Did they? Yeah, like, oh, oh. I, can't, I can't see the seconds no more. Oh, that's because niggas like me like to go along well, as friends and shit. <laughs> if you look at the pie, the um, the, the little icon and, and how how quick it disappears, that kind of tells you how long the snap is. Yeah, but there's something about seeing that actual number that makes you think, oh, my God, this is... Your... Honestly, bro, 300 seconds isn't that long. 300 seconds is five minutes. And if you're, like, watching somebody on YouTube or you're watching, like, a Facebook video, well, you don't have Facebook, but if you're watching a Facebook video, then, like, if it's a five-minute video, nine times out of ten, you would stop to look at it. But because it's on your phone, it's on Snapchat, and it's like, oh, it's ten seconds, supposed to be ten seconds, and it's like, oh, my God, this is so long. It's like, it's really not that long. It's just people don't. And if it's interesting, then you'll keep on watching it, and if it's not interesting, then you'll stop watching it. That's just the way things go, you know what I mean? That's just technology problems. What a time. Oh my god! <laughs> to be alive, I'm about to quit the fucking podcast, man. So, oh good. So, future. <laughs> Fuck you. Look, email us at churchonthedrums at gmail dot com if you want to be my co-host. That's crazy. I run that fucking email address, nigga. I changed the password just now. So, uh, no. Oh. <laughs> so, future, um, coming off of his, you know, his mixtape run and Dirty Sprite Two and the hype. Well, I mean, it might be hype, or you might actually like the album. Of that, and then of course Drake, you know Drake being, um, I don't even know if it's arguably like the hottest artist in hip hop right now, um, unquestionably, indisputably. I don't really know. Drake is like a Floyd Mayweather right now. Yeah, like not really. Well, I don't want to say there's not much competition, but the people that actually like challenge him, that could like pose a risk, like he kind of like doesn't step in the ring with them, mm-hmm. and then you know he beats up on smaller opponents, and you know he has an unblemished record pretty much. So. I think um, he's taken moral losses, but never any losses in the actual ring. That's true. That's a good comparison. One point for you. Hey. So, so now you at one point. I'll overall. beat your motherfucking ass. <laughs> um, so <laughs> that's actually not true. I'm a pacifist. Th- this album, I feel like 
it was very, um, it was great timing. Um, I was watching an interview last night on the Breakfast Club. It was either Waka Flocka or Ti, um, but somebody said it was. A, they referred to it as a cash grab, and not in a negative sense, but it's just that because they're both hot mm-hmm. and they both generally service two different crowds. It's kind of like Jay Z and R. Kelly, best of both worlds, except for like one of them's not. Well, I, I, I guess tricks. Well, I mean, one of them's not strictly R and B. So it's just like you know, there's Drake fans, and Drake might be more of a pop artist mm-hmm. sort of, and you know, Future like has like the mixtape circuit and the people that enjoy that. So they make an album together. It, it kind of just helps them on both sides. Drake, mm-hmm. you know, getting those Future only fans and vice versa. Um. And of course, you know, just with Drake and his presence in entertainment and future and, and, and you know, the hype off of uh, Dirty Sprite too, like when you put two artists like that together on a project, like the hype is unreal. Like just, you know, like the, the, the reactions from when that first fan created image came out uh, of the owl that was dripping syrup. Mm-hmm. Like the reactions from just that alone, like, was making you think like this is the second coming, um, and I just for for that reason alone, on the business side, it definitely made sense because I feel like those two artists have the bulk of fans that are involved in social media and that and, that, and that'll promote it. And that, you know, regardless of the quality, which we'll get into in one second. And so it just made sense. I mean, you call it a cash grab if you want. Um, business, It's just business. Somebody said that Drake, I mean, it's another Jay-Z comparison, but somebody said that Drake was the, um, like, the best wave rider or one of the best wave riders of all time. Meaning, so? I mean, it's kind of true. Like, he jumps on like, hot records and remixes them and makes them hotter and adopts new styles and everything like that. So I'm just repeating what they said. I want to see what your reaction I think, was. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily wave riding as much as it is like kind of endorsing younger artists as well as tapping into that fan base. Like, for example, um, well, McConan kind of makes sense because I feel like people that listen to McConan will also listen to Drake. Yeah, but, but you're thinking recently, though. Like, look over his entire career. Okay, so... Like, what, what? who else has he uh, wrote the wave on? Uh, All right, so last year... Or what's it last year? Fetty Wap. Nah, that's this year. I was thinking Migos last year. Was uh, that last year or was that 2013? Yeah, that was further back. But once again, that's... People listening to Migos ain't listening to Drake. So that only made sense. Now, maybe, but... Yeah, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Like, he jumped on the wave or whatever to extend his star power. His, like, ran on top or whatever. He was like, I see this is coming up. Let me see if I can get a piece of that action. Somebody else does that. Not Jay-Z, though. Somebody else does that specific... No. Fat? Wallet? No, no, Wallet. I I feel like Kanye West kind of did that with Don't Like, but I feel like... Yeah, they say Kanye West, he kind of does that, That was more for... he's more creative, though. That was more him trying to grab Chicago back. Yeah. Like, the streets of Chicago. Like, kind of like... um. If Big John jumped on like a local Detroit rapper, like a uh, uh, Dej Loaf, Dej Loaf kind of is her own star. She's, I think she's a regional star. I don't think she's a superstar yet. What? After going on tour with Nicki Minaj, you don't think she's? And then like, 
I mean, she has try me. She has more name recognition, but I still think that she's like a like if if somebody was like naming like hip hop like stars right now, like she would be low on the totem pole. Somebody would be like, that, that doesn't make it regional. That no, just no, makes her not as popular. She would be like, what about such and such? So, oh yeah, I guess she's too. But if you're naming like people from the Midwest, and she would be one of the the like quicker names and everything. You see what I mean? I don't think she'd be quicker name in Midwest. I do. Like, who else from the Midwest would you say? Like, how does that make her regional more than just, uh, like, not as popular? Because I'm saying, like, she's a lower tier. It's kind of like how, like, you're a hero at home, but, like, you're just, a, a somebody out in the world. So it's like, you're celebrated, you're treated like a king when you're in the city, but when you go elsewhere... Would you they, say Royce Five Nine is regional then? I think that's a little bit different, because just because he's been around longer, and he's, like, so attached to Eminem, and Eminem is a super, superstar. You say that, Joe Budden is regional? Yeah, I would say Joe Budden's regional. Like, he seriously gets mentioned within, like, a tri-state area. I just, like, I wouldn't call it regional just because, like, if you're in a region, like, if we're here in Ohio and said, uh, name the 10 hottest artists right now. Oh, no, I'm sorry. If you're in Michigan, they say name the 10, 10 hottest artists overall. And if they named Deja Loaf there, but they wouldn't name her somewhere else, then that would make it regional. But, of course, if you ask specifically for a region. But, like, for example, like, I think before this little run that Future went on, I think Future was a regional star. Like, down what? in Atlanta. Yeah. Before this this five-tape run and everything that he was on, even with shit, like, uh, man, what was his big songs a couple years ago? Um, the... Uh, like shit, like Karate Chop, and yeah. Like I mean, that stuff is cool, and hip hop is new about it. But like the his reaction, like you know, all over the country versus, and this is just from me talking to people from Atlanta versus his reaction and his reception down in Atlanta specifically. Like he he was like a king down in Atlanta. You know, I don't think mean? regional is what you're trying to say, though. What do you think I'm trying to say? Like it can't just like if you're asking somebody. Like you can do that for for any artist, like who, yeah, like that's like, my point. Like like who who's the highest artist out of? But that doesn't make him regional. Like, like Drake, you're is, putting them in a category no, already Drake, based on region. I'm saying Drake is going to be named everywhere you go in the country. Some people are only going to be named with such high esteem, depending on what part of the country you go to. Like if you go out to California, you probably can speak to it. There's some people there that's like, oh yeah, like they got it, they got it, they got. It. Like for example, YG or whatever. Like he would probably be like at the top of like you know the canon and stuff over there, right? That's still not... Well, just answer my question. If you're asking somebody... Wait, don't try and disprove me. Just answer my question. Yes. All right. So, if you ask somebody out here, it's like, who's dope in hip-hop or whatever? We're going to go through a million different names, and then, like, let's say you'll throw out... So, you're saying that if you go to Cali and ask somebody who's dope in hip-hop, they'll say YG first? I'm not saying first, but he'll be up on the list. Like, he'll be higher on the list. Like, he'll, he'll get recognition quicker out where he's from than he will anywhere else. You see what I mean? Just because he has that regional, like so, Deja Loaf couldn't do a national tour by herself, but she so could do a. Going back to Deja Loaf, then if you go to Michigan, and say who's hot in hip hop right now, they're not going to name her first. That doesn't make it regional. I forgot where how we even brought up Deja Loaf. Do you remember? I don't even know. So back to Future and Drake. Um, so so putting this album together, um, I feel like it was smart, um, but just based off of the hype. And just based off, like I had high expectations. Why? Because what? What? What from Drake and Future made you have high expectations about a Drake and Future project? Because Future songs have good energy and they have good melodies, and Drake has better writing. And I feel like the combination of that 
would make great songs. But they've made a lot of com- they've made a lot of records together. And like name what? a lot. They made Tony Montana. What else? Tony Montana, the shit remix. Uh, they made. They didn't make that record together, so that doesn't count. The remix they made together. They sat down together in the booth and made it together. No, they didn't. Okay, I'm just talking about the collaborations or whatever. They didn't, bro. Them. They didn't I'm collaborate. Saying, if Drake put a verse on a song, that would mean they made it together. Okay, and where your ass was at, or where your ass. So that's two songs. That's a lot. You know what? There's more songs. I'm not a Future fan, but I know that there's more songs. So I was looking at them. So. I had higher expectations than the average person just because if Drake's writing and you want to click the first link? No, because just go ahead and talk about what you're talking about. I'm listening. But when you get into it, it really just sounds like okay. So there's eleven. Can you songs. explain to me why you thought that you why you had a high expectation? Do you want me to say it? Why I just said again or what? Yeah. So, because future songs have great energy and great melodies, but the writing is lacking. Drake is great at writing and, and concepts, and I feel like since they're in the studio working on songs together... So you thought that Drake was going to be ghostwriting for future? That's, that's not what I said. Well, you thought he was going to be writing his verses. No, that's not what I said either. Well, I said that... You said that Drake has good writing, future has good energy, and put them so together. So, what I'm saying is that... When it comes to concepts of songs, instead of Future just going there and talking about anything, Drake would be like, okay, this, is, this should probably be the concept. Why don't we just work off of this? And like, ha- have more direction and more... So, for the record, Drake and Future collaborate on Where You At, Never Satisfied, DNF, Shit the Remix, Love Me, For Real. Love Me was a good song. <laughs> Tony Montana. Tony Montana was a great we song. We and This Bitch 1.5. So... None of those... I, a lot I'm of songs... I'm not going to say any of those songs are great. I mean, they're good. I mean, they're cool, but none of them are great songs. Like, you say those are great songs. What do you call a song like Freemason? I wasn't a fan of Freemason. Huh? I'm not a fan of Freemason. I'm not. That song's very forgettable. It is. I don't think I ever heard this Never Satisfied song. Um, Where, where You At was a throwaway Drake verse to me. Alright. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I had to I had to stop myself from P Rain featuring Drake and Future. Yeah, that sounds like something that they was in locked in and really knocking out. Uh, I'm not counting the shit remix because th- that shit was added after the song was made. It doesn't matter. It does matter. No, it doesn't. Have you ever wrote a song? It Have you ever went to the studio and, like if That doesn't matter. He got he heard the beat, he wrote to the beat, and he stayed within the concept of what it was originally. It's not known. collaboration. If some person makes a song and then later after the song is released, you write a verse and add it to what? the song. I can't tell you not to have high expectations. I just don't understand where they came from. Okay, so, cool. So what do you think about the album? No, you were telling what you thought about it. I just interrupted you because I just said what I said. Like you said you had high expectations okay, and so, then I interrupted you because I didn't understand why. It was had. very underwhelming. Uh, because it sounds like a future tape that had um, Drake features added to it. Um, I feel like Drake didn't do uh, a lot with too many concepts. I feel like he was just rapping. Um, and it's not up to his standard of rapping except for 30 for 30, which is obviously a Drake song they added at the end. Um, I feel like it's, it's, I mean, it's cool, like Dirty Sprite too, but um, I've already grown tired of some of the songs because it's just... Like, after the hype wears off, it's just, like, the the songs sound similar. I'm not going to go out and say it sounds like one big-ass song because that's, like, a reach. That's over-exaggerating, but it's just it not. It, I mean, there are different vibes, but you can tell 
which songs had a lot of Drake input and which songs Drake just jumped on and started rapping uh, to me. And yeah, so what do you think about it? Yeah, I disagree with just about everything that you said. Okay. Um, I didn't have high expectations for the album just because uh, after Kanye leaked basically all of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, I decided to myself that I would stop having high expectations for albums. Um, so you know, I just went into it and I was like, you know, it is what it is. I'm gonna just have an open mind and see uh, what I like and everything. And uh, like my first couple listens through to it, like I was like, all right, this is like I ate or whatever. I don't think I'll play it much more than like in the whip or like on the way to like a um a party or a club or something like that. Um, but on that same note, like I can't get it on title, so. Like, all I can listen to it is in the car and everything. So, like, I can only listen to it when I'm in the midst of, like, um, well, when I drive around, I'm, I'm trying to get, not turnt, but you know what I'm trying to say. But I think that for what it is, for, like, good beats, for melodies, for catchy hooks, for something to get, like, the, the blood rolling or to make you want to, like, start dancing or whatever, I think that it, it was a really, really, really good project, uh, given who's making it and everything. I'm kind of stepping outside of my snobber because I used to be uh, one of those people that was like, man, fuck feature and everything he stands for. Um, and when I say really, really, really good, I don't mean like it's uh, rated high. Like I'm going to give it anything above like a three star uh, like rating. And that's just off the top of my head. I don't know if that's the rating I would give it. I'm just saying that like I was satisfied with what this is. I um, kept on tweeting over the week that Drake makes future listenable because I do agree that it sounds more like a uh, future project than it does like a Drake project. And like Drake just got on some of these songs and, you know, started doing it or whatever. Um, but like I enjoy it a lot more than I enjoyed uh, DS2, for example, because DS2 sounded like one long ass monotonous like future song, in my opinion. Like it didn't have. I, um, I enjoy this more than DS2 for two reasons. One, because it's shorter. Yeah, shorter. And two, because Drake like is a good change of pace. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a good change of pace. Like, I saw somebody tweet like trying to be funny. There's like, yeah, this uh, album makes me want to go text my girl when Drake comes on. Well, my ex when Drake comes on, and then makes me want to say fuck her when Future comes on. And it's like, all right, that's yeah, hyperbole because they're not really in their emotions or anything like that on this. Nothing album. on this album it makes me in my emotions at all. Exactly, but flip side of that is that um like it just their style the way that they do it or whatever like i think that they're good compliments for each other i don't think that they have as much chemistry as um <laughs> they don't as drake and rick ross do i think rick ross and drake make great records. i don't think they have yeah i i, I, I think that you're absolutely right like i think that drake made this because i read did you read the article yesterday about uh rick ross i mean not rick ross about drake and Birdman and how they think that Birdman is uh, pushing back views from six and that he just can't put it out. And that's the reason why he hasn't put it out. So you see, like, all year he's been coming up with, like, different distractions to make people forget that views are supposed to be coming out. Whether it be, um, if you're reading this, it's too late to carry him through. I half thought the year. he was off of the cash money contract. Yeah, but that. this came out on cash money. And this is after he was off of it. So that came out. And then, uh, you know, over the summer, you know, he had an excuse to, you know, like saying the headlines, even without putting out a project with Meek Mill and then Apple Music, that's a weekly reminder where you can put out new songs or whatever, stay on top that way. And then this right here is like, you know, perfect time. This can probably last through the rest of the year. 
um, at least through November. What a time. Uh, yeah, exactly. So to be like, um, I, I, I agree with you that it seemed like a cash grabs. Like you're hot. I think that Future's time is almost over. I was talking about that in the chat, uh, just because I don't think that he can keep on doing the same thing. Like he's not going to get a more high profile collaboration than this ever. You're like, the, like who can, who else can he work with that would be bigger than this? Like, there's no way to. Yeah. Any, anybody else is a step down. You know what I mean? Right. And nobody wants. Well, maybe there are people that want to hear another future project, but it's kind of like you can only like do the same thing for so long. You know, and unless he like completely does a style switch, or whatever, and like you know, just like it's no more like you know, get the trap jumping or whatever, and you know, he wants to start doing like ballads or he tried to honest. I like Honest personally. Like I like Honest a lot, but like you said, it, it didn't do well commercially. It, it flopped. So. You see, what I'm saying? so he can't do anything else. Like I think his time's up. Um, and uh, so Drake, his time's almost up. I think Drake is kind of in contract limbo because if he wasn't in limbo, then why would he drop What a Time to Be Alive? Why wouldn't he just drop Views for the Six? Views. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Views. So um, views. yeah, but like as far as the actual songs, like you said that there's some songs you want to skip. Honestly, the more and more I listen to it, there's not really a single song that I want to skip. I think I um, pass over Plastic Bag just because it's a little uh, like slow for me. Um, so that was one, that was one of the songs I thought like Drake had a lot of input. Yeah, I mean, like, like I think that it's a good song though. I just yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to hear. It, you know what I, I mean? Like, and and I'm never gonna listen to it again, honestly, yeah. just because like, I like it. It's a good song. I, I just I don't really like R and B Drake. I, I don't listen to this for that. Yeah, I don't like R and B Drake that much. Like, yeah, I just don't. Like, even all the way back to So Far Gone, like, R&B Drake is my least favorite Drake. I like rapper Drake or hook Drake or melody Drake. Um, yeah. I think that he's spitting on Digital Dash. I want to hear every fucking credible rapper in in the fucking industry rap over Big Rings. I agree with you on that. Especially that, Little Wayne. That's one of the songs I don't want to hear ever again either. Why? It's just... I got a really big team. <laughs> Cause it's just <laughs> they leave really big things. <laughs> like that's so funny. You, you being a fan of rapper Drake, isn't that like the poorest form of rapper Drake on this song? No, like, that's that's the song when he says I'm a, I'm a I'm not, huh. Not, not, well, that's the hook. That's not the. It's just it's just not really. It, it's a chant, but uh, Kendrick does it too, like the spiteful chant, or whatever. It's like, uh, mm, my day. Yeah, you know, but it, it's like, just. It's just it's a chant. It's not rapping, in my opinion. It's just it's just very. It's like it's bland. kind of like you know how uh, Jay did on a on a make sure my motherfucking jury jingles do 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 BBC yeah BBC yeah way better rapping on there. Um, no, I'm just saying this. Like, it's just a chant or whatever. But I want to hear Lil Wayne rap on it. I want to hear Rick Ross rap on it. I want to hear Jay Z rap on it. I want to hear Fab rap. You know on what? It. I want to hear Pusha T rap on it. I just want to hear everybody. I want to say something real quick. Did you notice? That they left the beat at the end of the song. Oh yeah, yeah, and, they and, did. And this is the same song where he's future supposedly took shots at Meek Mill. He did this by accident. I think they're trying to bait him into like rapping over this beat. I want to hear Meek Mill rap over it. I do too. I Man, I just want to hear every like this song really just gets me fucking going, bro. Like it's just I, like it's. I want to hear it with that hook or whatever. I got a really big team. They need really big things. I think I don't like it because the beat. Um, you don't like the beat? Can I finish something about the same? I'm oh, sorry, you're talking Damn. too slow, bro. The beat you need some doesn't have a lot of transition in it. It's just a continuous loop. And what I like about Future and Drake are like 
melodies and flow. And it's a cipher record. This doesn't have that at all. So, yeah, I love it a lot. No, I agree with you about the and then like a uh, live from the gutter. Um, That's cool. Okay. I I think that the the story that they're telling on that is really like yeah. I don't want to say conscious because it's not conscious, but it's uh, definitely introspective. Diamonds Dancing, yeah. for some reason, everybody loves that song. I don't, I, I don't really know why. I, know. Um, I mean, it's cool. This is background music. But I don't, I've don't. i never been to a strip club, so maybe that's the reason why. I don't get it. Like, scholarships, I think it's hard. Dope. It's no, hard no. as fuck. Uh, Plastic Bag, we already talked about that. I'm the, I'm the that's, just a, that's the hardest shit on there. You like that? Yeah. I think that's kind of cheesy, honestly. No, nah, that shit is... Um, th- that is what a future mixtape sounds like, and that's what I expect Drake to rap like on a future beat. Okay. Um, like no content really, but it, it just sounds just cheesy to me. Change locations is like more of I'm the plug. Yeah, I like change more. locations more than I'm the plug. <laughs> and though. then Jumpman. Jumpman, Jumpman, Jumpman. Could you be like? Could you put product placement out there any better? He has to do it. Like I, that's I, what I'm saying. Like I didn't realize why. I was like, why did they make this song? But then I was like, oh, he's sending the song. It's like they gave me a line. And I was like, oh wait. They did. That's genius. That's not that's, even. Um, that's Jay Z right there, bro. That's what I'm trying to say. Not even. Um, like you know how Nelly made Air Force Ones, mm-hmm. and like so it's just part of the part of hip hop culture to wear Jumpmans, but he just happens to got have, have a deal for it too, and mm-hmm. so and the song is dope. Yeah. Jumpman, jump, that song's gonna fucking have fucking weight. I also like Jersey a lot too. I like Jersey. Jersey is what future. Like they have a whole bunch of um, collaboration songs or whatever. And then they have each a solo song at the end of and it. And Jersey's a solo song. And then 30 for 30 freestyle. I like uh, Diddy. He put in the chat this morning. He said that uh, it's a State of the Union record. So like 9 a.m. in Dallas. James uh, Money Can Buy. Um, 5 a.m. in Toronto. 6 p.m. in New York. 30 for 30 freestyle. Like They're all um, State of the Union tracks. I don't think I, I would include James Money Can Buy in that. I absolutely would. Because it's, it's just in bars. There's no hook or anything. It's just... Um, like him flowing and like venting and stuff like that. I mean, I mean then you can say Josie Freestyles too. No, but Josie Freestyle has another feature artist on it. So? So it's not the same thing. I'm saying like just a, it's like a pure Drake friend or whatever. And that's it. Like if Josie Freestyle didn't have nothing else on it, then yeah, maybe. But just like the the rant or whatever. So, uh, I think and they're about, all produced by, uh, Noah. I mean, 40. The thing about 30 for 30 Freestyle, um, which is also genius is because, you know he's been making songs like this for a long time, to where he's um where there's a there's a the, the opposing force, but now there's like you can put somebody's face to that like oh uh, well like before it's like who is he talking about? He could be talking about this, he could be talking about that, but now you can be like oh he must be talking about Meek on this line when he's been saying stuff about like oh you guys said what you're gonna do, but he's been saying that forever about whoever these guys it's are. It's the same song. Guy. That's what I'm saying. He just said the same thing. Nine a.m., five a.m., six p.m. Uh, dreams money. He's been saying the same thing. People just and who do you think he's taking shots at? Do you know? I think he's taking shots at either Jay or Diddy, um, Meek obviously, Chris Brown, and uh, damn, who was the other one? Kanye. I and this is going to be a boring answer. I, I don't know. think he's taking shots at anybody. No, I don't care. No, because like trying to connect the dots is fun. It's too much speculation. Like, oh, is he doing? He might be. Oh, I don't know if he. It's just like it's kind of like. NFL, NBA trade rumors. Like, oh, you know, if he had this person, I'm like, okay, when they get traded, then we can talk about like, the possibilities of them. You're but. such a conservative. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying it is what it is. But yeah. Jump so, man, jump man, jump man, jump man. That's, 
I think this this album is is cool and everything. But uh, on the flip side of the break, we're gonna talk about whether or not it's an album, anyways, or if it's a mixtape and albums and mixtapes. So yeah, until then. Drink with my bro cup. I know your water's been placed, nigga. Hold up. Whoa, what's all that fussing for? Because you got one shot and couldn't fuck with more. I'm the young man that can take your boat. I can see it in the eyes. You want to taste the hoop. If it wasn't for my arm, I would toss your bitch and let her lay in a place where we're often rich. I'm the 97 puff. I'm stunting on the yacht. I'm telling y'all to take that and I'ma never stop. I got plenty gold bottles that I'm gonna pop. I'm here to show y'all I won't drop. It's my turn, nigga. It's my turn, nigga. Check. I'm looking like, how do you want it? And how does this feel? You gotta fuck with that, but your price should just chill. You know I gotta spit my game, then I'll talk my shit. I gotta let you know that this might go quick. Now, why you looking at me? My girl sitting here, can't you see? Your attitude is fuck it, and motherfuckers love it. And everybody else in the spot wanna rub it. Now they wanna splurge on you. Get an urge from you, but you really want the work from who? The roof's on fire, cause I burnt it up. You hear my voice ringing out loud, turn it up. I'm here to tell all y'all here. Money ain't a thing, you know who I be. Young Dez is your main. My feet kicked up in a fresh pair of sixes. I message came through, boy, come and get this. Now, I make the whole world spin. She made it pop, cause I get it in. I feel like I'm still big, Kevin's been in chase. And baby, always double count on every single J. I love that shit. I said I love that bitch. Check. I'm looking like, how do you want it? And how does this feel? You gotta fuck with that, but your price should just chill. You know I gotta spit my game, then I'll talk my shit I gotta let you know that this might go quick Now, I gotta love what it do And baby, like I'm loving that so I like to call her Foxy, cause she'll be good to him But when she crushed on a nigga, I nicknamed her Kim Now, I got this whole room illuminated I felt like this was long awaited I stepped in the door and the crowd go ape shit Bitches get in touch, like why can't I date this? That's on a whole nother level, whole nother wave Whole nother plane signing up a rich name I escorted every sucker out the spot I'm Uncle Snoop, cause for me she'll drop it like it's hot Now please, shall I introduce myself? Before I do that, I'll introduce my wealth Before I do that, I'll show you keys to the lock You're now partying with young dad I told y'all niggas I had to show y'all niggas Check. I'm looking like, how do you want it? And how does this feel? You gotta fuck with that, but your price should just chill You know I gotta spit my game, then I'll talk my shit I gotta let you know that this might go quick
We're back. <laughs> what a time to be alive. So, uh, what we want to do is we want to announce um, the, the the winner of the first official Church on the Drums um, giveaway. Um, the winner is uh, Lindsay. She had a <laughs> she had a sixteen percent chance of winning. <laughs> And somehow the randomizer picked her. So thank you for all two of you that. Um, <laughs> that's funny. I can't get over it. <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I and that and then it's to say, but I can't believe it. And, and you know, uh, like I said, stay tuned for future giveaways. Probably gonna have one next uh, next month. Uh, something bigger and better because that's what we do. Um, but yeah, back to Drake and Future. I want to comment on this, or we can have this discussion about this because we've always had this discussion in the chat about mixtapes versus albums and what the difference is. So, you know, back in the day, uh, a mixtape is a mixtape, something you just record, you put it on tape or CD, and you sell it on the street. An album is something you go in the studio, well, you're both in the studio, but. You present it to the label. They distribute it through their distribution. And that's that. Now, now with technology these days and the way distribution has changed, uh, not only through iTunes, but also Spotify, um, Tidal, Apple Music, streaming um, in general, and other ways of getting your music distributed, there's also people that do it directly as well. Like, if you go to their website... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Lil Kim did that one time. She collected PayPal and mailed Oh, yeah, CDs. yeah, I remember that. And she made like $40,000 off of it or some shit. That's dope, but I don't think, I don't think the quality. Whatever. Um, so now, like, the line is kind of blurred because what's a mixtape and what's an album? Especially when they're perceived, like, you know, maybe so far gone, what was the start of this? Because, you know, they obviously come out, you know, drop a mixtape, sound so like an long, album. In my opinion. And. Because that shit was so, like, abnormal. Because at the time that was during uh, Lil Wayne's reign and everything, when he was on top of like hip hop and everything like that. I'm trying to think, like, not to um, prove you wrong, but I'm trying to. I, I just don't want to forget anything. Like, if something like that happened before that, to With where the mixtape ring or the, no, no to, uh, to where there was a mixtape and then it was later put out as an album, mm-hmm. especially really, like on the mainstream level. I can't really think of. Well, I mean, there was other people like uh, uh, Charles Hamilton. He had a bunch of album shit that sound like it and. I mean, there's like other original music. Born, I'm mean, not born center. Uh, what was what was J Cole's the warm up? That, that wasn't was, before So Far Gone, though. I think so. No, So Far Gone was 2008 or nine or something. 2009. So it was uh, the warm up. It was like right around the same time. But yeah, so but the warm up didn't have original stuff on it. So now when we're talking about, and this mainly comes on we talk about albums of the year. Now we kind of just have to say projects of the year and what can be considered in the conversation with album and mixtape and and what the difference is just because we don't like to go by regular standards of whatever is grammy eligible or or, or whatever that the other fuck shit is we just want to think of you know what's a good project what's a good body of work but what is considered an album and what's considered a mixtape regardless of what the, you know the, the popular opinion. So says. I remember how like Fifty Cent he used to have a 
he like he was kind of one of the, the people that blew up mixtapes and everything because he would take other people's songs and remake them and then but they were like often like joking or like you know clowning or whatever um but i feel like Lil wayne was one of the first people that like took other people's songs and he made them his own song so much so that like the remix felt more like it was a Lil wayne song than it was like a the original person's song you know what i mean right and um that's how i thought of mixtapes for the longest uh with like you know just like to, to display that you could actually rap and that you could like you know take some of the industry beats or whatever and, and do your thing on them but i think that uh drake uh, like i'm looking at this 2009 uh playlist well not playlist but list of other mixtapes and stuff and have like the warm-up which is kind of like in that same vein beam me up scotty did that have original songs on it i don't remember yes it did so, uh, that, and then we had Drake So Far Gone, obviously, that had a, well, we already know what that was, but, you know, Comeback Season and, um, Comeback Season and Room for Improvement, they both had original beats and stuff on them, too. Uh, so, I'm sure, like, So Far Gone wasn't the first one to do it, and then like, Wiz Khalifa, he had, um, you know, the uh, How Fly mixtape, and then... I think their, their, their uh, mixtape actually had all original songs. Right, exactly. So, so, like, Drake wasn't the first one to do it, but I feel like his mixtape was the first one to be mixed and mastered so much that it was, like, on that next level or whatever. It's like, is this a mixtape or is this an album? I can't tell. You know what I mean? And I think that people used to approach mixtapes... But like how you said, like as a lesser effort, like I don't have to really make sure this master. I don't really have to make sure this mix well. I don't have to make sure. That's a bit. Well, I thought that's what you just said about, um, you know, take it to a studio and. No, no, no. Um, let me take it to a record label and then have them distribute it and all that type of stuff. Well, okay. Uh, if I said that, I misspoke. Um, like my main uh, point with that was that when people put out a mixtape, like they, they put it out just to get music out of there, but when they, when it, when, it, when it has an album, they have to present it to the label so the label can put it out for them. Mm-hmm. So not really anything to do with the quality, but maybe they don't have to put as much quality into like a mixtape because it, it's just something that's going to be sold real quick. Mm-hmm. So and then when you present it to the label, they're going to be like, "Man, get this master, get the fuck out of here." So right, but that wasn't my main point. But um, I'm trying to think exactly how this conversation started and why we like. Everybody is such at odds on what's a mixtape and what's an album. Because, you know, we as people love to rank things and how we love to say, well, this is better than that. Um, I remember it was in 2013 that we had the argument in the church. We was like talking about, I said that Chance the Rapper had the best project that year. So he didn't put on an album. It's like, but Acid Rap is basically an album that just wasn't sold. And it was like, oh, but it wasn't an album and everything. So I think that's kind of like. 2013? That was 2013. Better than was the same? I think so. Well, at least I thought so at the time. I haven't really revisited it. Okay. But, yeah. So, in my opinion, I feel like there's a clear... Well, maybe not clear. Maybe it's clear to me. Uh, and maybe I'll make it clear for everybody else once I'm done. Uh, there's a clear line between mixtape and album just because I feel like not effort-wise when it comes to creativity... Is it different? But when it comes to when you're just doing a mixtape, like Rick Ross, Black Dollar, um, I feel like it's very creative, has great concepts, a great album. We're actually going to uh, re- uh, review that album later. But I feel like it, it comes off or it would be considered a mixtape only because there's no. I feel like as an artist, when you, when you know you're putting out something that has to sell, 
then you take a different approach than, than if it's just something where, you, where you're being creative and you just want people to listen to it and be receptive to it instead of making a financial investment to it. And I guess with streaming, it's, it's kind of different because like a lot of people are going to stream, but people still do buy albums on iTunes and still go into the store. So when it comes to something that you're making an official album release for sale, or I'm sorry, let's take the word album mix it out of it. If you're put, making a project and it's just going on that piff or live mixtapes or whatever, and so people are just going to download it for free and have it permanently, um, you probably don't have to have as much of a focus on what audiences you're trying to touch with the project to where if you're going to make it available in Best Buy and Target, you probably have to think about, well, what's the single going to be? Uh, what kind of promotion can I do for it? What's the video going to be like? Um, and then like, and so that's why I think like with certain projects, if they knew that they were going to have to sell them, then like creatively they would go into like that. That doesn't mean they make a whole different. That album. makes sense. So you're saying that like when the way that the approach of it now is like you don't even have to worry about like uh, videos and singles and everything like that right. because there's nothing that goes into the selling of it. Right. So I mean, when when in your opinion mean that. Excuse me, that didn't make any sense. Wouldn't that mean, in your opinion, that the projects being made now are more pure because it's only the art and there's no like um, ulterior motive to like want to go and sell something? Well, yes and no because I feel like there are some projects that come out. For example, the um, "What a Time to Be Alive" is listed in Apple Music and iTunes at the very top. Listen to the new mixtape from Drake and Future, even though it is for sale on iTunes as well. And I feel like. They position it like that because there's no clear single and there's no, there's probably not going to be any promotion behind it besides, you know, social media. And probably, I mean, I'm sure there'll be a video, but there's no like direction to where we're leading with this because of sales or whatever. And so, like, I don't know. I mean, but J. Cole's album didn't have a single. And it was made, and that's an actual album. It's not a mixtape. There was a lead video, though, right? Mm-mm, not for J. Cole's album. It didn't have any single, no promotional, no What nothing. was the first video? Um, it wasn't Get Off My Dick, was it? Was it Love Your- Love Yours? No, it wasn't Love Yours. It was uh, 03 Summertime or 03 whatever. 03 but, Adolescence. Well, I mean, it had more, like, content and artist aside... J. Cole's album is more cohesive than a future Drake project. Um, just based on like, you know, from front to back, you can kind of see what the theme is. Um, not to say that okay, well, what about, Time to Be Alive doesn't have a theme, but... What about Beyonce's album, which also didn't have any lead up and didn't have any singles? Like, well, it, had, it had hella promotion, though. And it didn't have a single. Drunken Love was a single. Not, it wasn't prior release. Just, I mean, but it has a single. Like, like yeah, but I'm saying this it definitely has singles on it. They just haven't. It wasn't pushed. There were songs way. that were pushed towards the radio once the album came no, out. No, because I remember because I studied the way that it was released. Like they just wanted to see what caught like the immediate attention, and then whatever immediately caught the attention, and that's the songs that they uh, pushed from it. Like they wanted to see what people like thought about it like instantly because they already had videos for all the songs. They just had to choose which one like they were going to push for. So. You don't think, like, listening to the whole album, um, Beyonce's album, that Drunken Love and Flawless, like, were songs that were made, like... Mm-mm. You, 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 the honestly, whole album is singles, honestly. Like, any of those songs, if they were on another uh, R&B album, 
And like you say, oh, this is clearly the single, but all fourteen of the songs are singles. I disagree, but um, they're just not a lot of projects. Like I just feel like like that's the difference between a like if, if we go strictly Rick Ross, that's the difference between a Black Dollar and a hood billionaire or mastermind because Black Dollar is just like I'm gonna just put this out and people fuck with it, they fuck with it. Um, but where if you're putting out a hood billionaire or a mastermind, something that's an official label release. Um, that where, where, you know, sales and success matter, then you're going to have your singles from Mastermind and Hood Billionaire, and you'll have a, a specific direction. Maybe it's because, maybe you're looking at it with a, um, a view from a like business perspective, and I'm just looking at it from the art perspective. Like, all I care about is, like, if it sounds good or not, you know what I mean? Because I don't buy music anymore, I just stream it from title everything so it's like i could care less if i'm buying it or not you know what i mean but wouldn't that be uh the way uh, a record label looks at it like oh it sounds good that's what i'm saying you're looking at sell it? it you're looking at it from the record label's perspective and i'm just looking at it from the artist's perspective you know what i mean right and and, and that's what i'm saying like that, that's what makes a difference between a mixtape and an album is like from a record label's perspective how can we sell this how can we push this and i think that they're, i think they would i don't know much about record labels but if i'm using my brand i think that they would want to make money regardless of if it's a mixtape or an album, you know, that's the reason why you see mixtapes in like, you know, the, the record stores and stuff, because they're selling what it's time to be a lot. You know what I mean? So um, I, I just think the approach to it. I, I, I honestly don't know why people call it mixtapes and why they call them albums. Like, I don't think that the the title of it takes into account 2015's technology at all. And I think that we're probably misnaming all of them. I, I wish that we can just go to um all original music or uh non-original music and oh. th- th- that'd be the only jurisdiction Here's my point i'm sorry so i think w- with me i consider a mixtape and an album and the line and the line between it is if it's free or if it's something that, that, uh, that's available for purchase because in my opinion if something is made available for, for purchase people go at it w- like with a different mind state really? um yes mm. so um, and that's why in my consideration for album of the year, like I can't consider a uh, black dollar because I don't think it's fair to, to put up a project where there was no like boundaries or no gu- guidelines because like, he don't have to worry about if, if he sell it or not because it's not for sale, but something like, you know, the only exception to this is the free Weezy album just because, oh, or is, is it available for sale in title now? Mm, I don't know. Did you tell me some album was available for sale? Yeah, Prince's album was oh, available. Oh, but not Okay. So, yeah, that's just... I mean, I hear what you're saying. I just, just like, the way I distinguish between them, like, I, I low-key don't even like calling them mixed up album anymore. But, like, if it's original production, like, there's no uh, industry beats and everything on it, then I'm going to put it in the same category as anybody else. Because all I care about is if you're making good music or not. You feel me? Um, just for argument's sake... What's the difference between a, a rapper ra- rapping over industry beat and a rapper um, rapping over nothing? It's just um, about um, if you if you originally produced it or not. Like if you just took somebody else's beat and you made it, and or like if you sample somebody, like for example, uh, J Cole he sampled workout or whatever on a workout the workout plan on workout or whatever. So it's like he used the same sample, all that type of stuff or whatever, but. It's just it's an original production or whatever. No, uh, what I was thinking was um, the damn Fifty Cent song on his mixtape 
that we wrapped over Raphael Sadiq's song, that you should be here. The the concept, the hook, and everything is completely different, but it's the same beat, but it's a different song. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that there's always like exceptions to every rule, but like overall, like that's just my uh, that that's my like standard for you know what I mean? Right. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I just it's a difference of opinion. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's hard. I feel like some somebody needs to just come out and like make a statement on it on like how they feel about it. Right. So until then, Church on the Drum standard is that if you got industry beats, it's a mixtape, and if it's all original production, then can we just a, call it project? That fair? It's a project. Yeah. So we only judge projects on here. We don't judge albums or mixtapes. Black Dollar is not in my top five anyway. So. Yeah, money. The only it's, because it's of, of that fucking Brooklyn's finest remix. Man, I want to do a whole hour on why he should have never done that, or you're nobody to somebody that kills you. I just want to punch him in the face for it. Right? I was enjoying. I had to turn off the mix. I couldn't even finish it at that listening section because I wanted to go and listen to. Reason so, okay, Without. so that's a good example of that's an original beat. Yeah, but it's clearly inspired by the. I other don't care song. about inspired. I just care about it. It's, it's like damn near the same beat. Hell no, it's not damn near the same beat. It's just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you a, ever disrespect It's a great value version of the beat. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. The just, song is just... Why would you do that, bro? Yeah, I'm so disappointed in them, bro. Anyways, that's besides the point. So yeah, um, I'm going to give uh, Future and Drake What a Time to Be Alive. I'm going to give it a solid three out of five stars. Um, I feel like it's a little bit better than Dirty Sprite. Not counting the, um, like, the songs on Dirty Sprite that were off of other mixtapes because those songs are incredible. Like, Real Sisters. And yeah, I, I don't need to listen to DS2, man. Like, I, I, I just don't. Like, what? I would take the best songs of DS2 and the best songs off of uh, uh, What the Time to Be Alive, man. I would make a great album. Yeah. So, so great. That would be a four out of five. We should just do that. So Except yeah, but I um, I, I have title. At this point, oh, you know what? I just remembered. Uh, on the twenty fifth, I'm gonna get start getting charged for Apple Music, and I'm keeping it. Cause <laughs> I'm keeping it, bro. You know that it takes twenty eight days to build a habit. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, that's the reason why they did three months. And and that was look, Apple hats off to you. That's a great company overall. But the whole point of me saying that is that go check it out. It, uh, if you use streaming services, like you really ain't missing out on nothing. Uh, I mean, like you're not really losing nothing just by streaming this instead of streaming Taylor Swift or whatever you're already listening to. Mm-hmm. J- just listen to it, and you know if you like it, you like it. If you don't, then what's wrong with your ears? And I'm playing. That's crazy. But uh, anything else from the cover before we go? Nah, not on this week. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm looking forward to some of the next episodes that we have coming up. Um, we're gonna be doing another um, a pistol. Talking about Biggie and Rick Ross, um, oh. yeah. So that's going to be cool. And then uh, we have another. We have an unpopular opinion coming up, don't we? Or do we have another nigga shit coming up? I think it's the other nigga shit, and we gotta get a special guest in here for that. Yeah, I got some people in mind, so that's gonna do be. You? Yeah, I'll talk to you about it offline. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be cool. Um, I guess we should start plugging it now. October twenty third, we have a really dope event. Steve uh, coming up on. Hey, that was a good one. Uh, at the Creative Plug on High Street, October twenty third from seven to twelve. Um, it's gonna be 
a special event. We're relaunching Flypaper Magazine. I mean, you can go to Flypaper Magazine right now. Uh, it has a lot of good content and stuff up on it and uh, more content added weekly. Uh, but we're going to officially relaunch it, debut the new logo, and um, it's also the next Church on the Drums kickback. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be a special, special night. And, uh, yeah, oh, we're, we're going to be reviewing some artist projects and stuff on here, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to have some exclusive uh, projects we're going to be debuting and reviewing here on the podcast. So if you like new exclusive if you want some real music, music then nobody's ever heard of cb then right <laughs> exactly that was really funny cb he dropped a a link in the album i mean in the chat he was like yo i got some shit that nobody's ever heard of and then we clowned for like 10 minutes because like 10 people had already heard of him. right so if you ain't first you're last finally the game dropping the double cd yeah 38 songs I'm actually not as opposed to it as everybody else is. I'm not opposed to it, but I'm also that doesn't make me more excited for it. I'm kind of I want to see. What I'm the, curious. I want to see what the fuck he was thinking <laughs> to put out 38 songs. I want to see. I need to see what this shit's talking about. I did think it was dope that uh, each album is like. I mean, each CD the art is a red rag and a blue rag. It's supposed to symbolize the hundred days and nights of um, gang peace in L.A. There's been a hundred days and nights of gang peace. Gang peace. I don't know if it's starting or or it's going on right now, but it's, it's supposed to be unifying the city, kind of like Kendrick did with those Reeboks. I don't I don't know much about LA, so. Oh, uh, look at you. How'd you know about it? Twitter. Um, on games, Instagram. Uh, I don't follow you don't never share. Nah, fuck that, bro. They just people to me. I don't need to follow their Instagram. I mean, if we're gonna be sitting here talking about music and artists and how they create, you should probably want to know something about them. Nah, because a lot of times they just be filming themselves or just be posting shit that only like Fab's Instagram. What do I need to follow him for so I can see all of his jerseys and shit? That's like saying I'm not listening to Future because all you rap about is X. No, it's not. It's not the same at all. Like I'm not that interested in his lifestyle. Like I don't care that much. So did you know the game was giving out a thousand dollars a day for twenty five days up to his album? No, and just giving out to random people, and, and there are people in there that said it like they broke down in tears because no. they changed his life. For what? Why do I care about that? Okay. No, I'm asking you. Why do I care about that? So, personal life aside, doesn't matter when you're reviewing music. What you're saying? Yeah. Okay. So I, I want you to keep that in mind. Every time we talk about another artist on here that you like, and you talk about their personal. You always life. do this. You always get carried away with some shit that I say, man. I'm just saying, why do I need to follow his Instagram? What do I get out of him following his Instagram? You might. Um, that's a real question. You might get some background on why he makes the music that he does and why he's going in the direction that he does. Or you might just look at his CD like, oh, it's, it's red and blue. That's kind of dope. Or knowing the story behind it will probably help. I mean, that's what blogs are for, man. Post, a, post a fucking link in the chat, bro. Stop being selfish. Do you follow Kanye West on Twitter? No, I, yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Why? Because I look up to him. Why? I I agree with his philosophy, the way he thinks of shit. Like yesterday, he tweeted out some shit. It said, "Make the most out of every moment that you're alive." <laughs> Bro, shit. like, do you know how many memes that been on for since 2008? But, but Kanye West said it's always like, "Oh my god." I'm not saying he's the one that originated. I'm just saying sometimes you need to be reminded. You do the same shit on your fucking Twitter and Instagram. I don't know why you fronting like you don't be posting that that fucking game. Inspiration. I don't you care. Would know. I don't care enough about the game, bro. I care about you. That's the reason why I follow you on Instagram. I don't care about the game, Aww. man. He said, man, fuck you. He said, maximum expression while I have air in my lungs. Real shit. Please do everything you possibly can in one lifetime. That's more real shit. And, like, I, I also don't like being inundated with, uh, 
with artists that just post like memes or whatever for laughing and like it's just like it yeah, gets like corny and shit. Don't do that either, but he doesn't. Yeah. Snoop does it a lot. I had yeah. to unfollow him. I like Snoop's Instagram, but I don't, I don't like people that do that. Okay, last fifty five seconds go. I don't like man. Instagram ain't for you to just be posting screenshots or shares or like corny memes that be all fuzzy and like I want to see what you're doing or and what you're you experiencing feel. or how you feel and if how you feel ninety nine percent of the time is based on some other meme that you saw like like who are you? I mean I don't follow you exactly. <laughs> and I don't feel like anybody is old my my follow even if I enjoy your music. I, there are people that fell out with me because they're like you don't follow me on Twitter. I'm like because I don't want to see what you tweet. I like you. Like, yeah, I like exactly. conversation with you. That's and then yeah, another thing I don't like is people that be announced like, I had to clean up my friends list. I'm going to clean you up because like, like <laughs> I'm going to clean you up. What are you, like, like, what's the whole purpose of you saying this? Like, yeah, I, I had to cut some people off. Like, you keep cutting people off. I think maybe you're the problem. Yeah, I agree. Let the church say amen. Steal. What a time to be alive. Bitch. He ain't going to say this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Long live hip hop. Have a good day. Bitch. <laughs>